The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. We're back and we're finishing our side adventure in Paradisi with Mike as Laramie, Chris as Uriel, and Bridget as Lenore. Joe helps guide the story to find the defected paladin and the missing demon bones in the castle ruins. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome back to The Shed for Adventures from the Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. It's a long URL, but it's a, a lot easier if you just type in the whole thing. It's great <laughs> to reach us through Facebook. You can find us on Facebook, Adventures from the Shed. We look forward to hearing from you there. We are back in the shed, continuing our Dungeon World campaign, set in our world of Parandisi, the creator of which is here to my left, um, or the creator uh-huh. of the map, if nothing else, yeah. right? And um, as an original contributor, an OC to the uh, world, uh-huh. he's going to introduce himself, that is. Uh, I'm Mike. And I'm continuing to play Laramie Burnsteel. Burnsteel. Paladin of Josia. Go, Joe. Yeah. Go, Joe. This is Chris. I'm playing Uriel, the human immolator. And this is Bridget. I am playing Lenore, the cleric. The cleric. Now, human immolator, does that mean he only immolates humans? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am Joe. I am the game master Everything in this else he just burns. dungeon world adventure. There's never We're an calling only. a new front. <laughs> Tear. We're continuing. We're going to walk backwards into this episode with a quick <laughs> recap I'm from moonwalking. Bridget, who no. immediately passed the buck. Um. All right. Well, here's previously what I remember previously on Adventures from the Shed. Uh, we went to Harak, and we what she said. explored what our since you're doing the recap, were. I can say that's what she said at the end of every sentence. We we've. Uh, tried to find out more about our artifacts that we recovered from the Necromancer's castle. Oh yeah, what did you uh, find out? That was kind of interesting. And uh, Lenore is in possession of a blood ruby symbol of Zoraika, which her order researched and figured out it was one of the oldest symbols and possibly even created by Zoraika herself. That's what so it was very said. powerful. And so it's um, like the Zoraika bat found. Yeah. And for some reason it seems permanently attached to me in that I cannot let it go. I can pick More it up and put it down, but I can't... You get the distinct feeling it will not let you it go. It will not let me go. Yes. Um, it's a cold thing. Then you got a set of tongs mm-hmm. that don't ever get hot. Yeah. And they make music. And they also do like... 18 other things. Yeah. They're like a Swiss Army knife of But tongs. now how much would you pay? Yes. <laughs> um, My sword slices and dices. We, uh, Laramie went back to his order. Uh, TJ's. TJ's, the Temple of Josiah. Yeah. Josiah. 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 And found out that one of their order... Uh, a William Newport. William Newport yeah. absconded with a skeleton of a Bishop, demon. Bishop Chesterfield the bones of a told demon. him about that, yes. Mm-hmm. And now we are proceeding on our quest back towards the castle, mm-hmm. and in the castle, yep. to try and apprehend him and the bones before he does something really, really, really bad. Something he can't take back. Something he can't take back. Like his soul. And that's it. That's it. We're in the castle. We are. We are under the castle. Um, the group had stepped away, walked away from the area where they had defeated the necromancer. Um, and we're kind of walking in a loop uh, for a while until realizing that they could possibly walk backwards and escape this loop. So we open the scene with the three characters walking backwards. And walking backwards would put Uriel at the front, as it were. Well, it puts my ass at the front. Yes, so. and, and Uriel's ass bigger, bumps asser. into a uh, <laughs> bigger, better asser. Uriel's bigger, better asser bumps into a door. And you turn around, and it's a wooden door, ironclad wooden door, you know, typical dungeon fair, wo- a thick wooden door behind you with a big skeleton keyhole in it. Big uh, enough to look through? Yes. 
It's very dark. All right. There's no light coming from the other yes, side. I guess. And when you look in front of it, you right. block any light yeah. from behind you. Where's your tongs? At the forge. Oh. I'm not bringing those out in public. They don't let. They don't stick to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you ha- there, everyone sees the door. When you turn around, you see this, and you're in the same hallway. <clears> but now it's like you know you were just here a minute ago, walking the way you were. But now when you walk backwards, you reach here. the door. And this, we when we left the uh, necromancer's room, yeah. we didn't go through a door no. like mm-hmm. this to go in the hall. No. And okay. this is where <laughs> uh, underneath this castle. <clears throat> You probably spent almost 10 minutes walking, but as soon as you walked backwards, you're here. So you really, after being in this loop, you don't know how far you walked. Hmm. You know this is not a door that you have already walked through, but it is typical to the other doors you have seen. If you remember when you guys were going after the necromancer, there was a door that led into the hallway. This is the same construction of door. Now, that door was old, falling off the hinges, all that stuff. However... Same construction, so it's nothing out of the ordinary, but it's a solid, under-the-castle, dungeon-constructed door. Is it locked? Uh, there is no handle, so there's, it won't push open, and you have nothing to grab to try and pull it open. But there's Are a you able to a keyhole, yeah. get your pointer? Remember, huh. you prayed to Josia? Oh. Um, where can the you detect yeah, where the evil was? I mean, I could try, try to yeah. pray again to try to see if, if, if maybe at a point... Toward this door, yeah. Uh, so I guess I, I'll say, Josia, we're we're following your your holy guidance. Uh, is is the evil behind door number one? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, using your prayer as guidance, um, your left uh, hand turns into a thumbs up. Oh well, <laughs> that is cool. All right, are you just doing that? Well, I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I guess we'll we'll try to get this door open. Yeah. See, I'm picturing it as he he's like standing there praying with his eyes closed, and when he opens his eyes, he's surprised to see his thumb up <laughs> in the air, kind of thing. Like, Whoa, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, but us, he's like, come on, yeah. All right, so we got to open this door, but there's no handle. And Burn a hole through, and it doesn't lock. push. I mean, I, you walk, yeah, you bumped oh, into oh, it, yeah. and it didn't open. Yeah, like if you put your like emulator hand on there, can you just burn straight through the door and then like grab the handle <laughs> on the other side, just pull it? That's a pretty cool thought. I don't know if there's a handle on the other side. I no, it's not. I don't really do flame like that. I can create weapons of flame, so I could burn a hole through it with something else. Create a flaming skeleton yeah. key. Yeah, I mean, I could melt the. Uh, actually, I could, depending what the keyhole is made of, how big is that? chunk of door it all keyhole. seems like your stereotypical iron that you would use to, to clad the door yeah, to so i can melt that down i can melt that down i can pull that out and then i can yeah. see if we can stick yeah, my hands cool give that a shot so can i melt the uh keyhole chunk so what are we looking at for a move here chris what are you, well, what are you thinking i still would have to use burning brand i would say like I'm still trying you, you to... Wanna create, so you want to create the fire. Yeah. But what I'm thinking is, could this be you're going to have the fire and then you're going to do a Zuko-style thing? Because that's really commanding the flame to do something you want it to do at that point. Yeah, but usually Zuko-style is yeah. flame exists when I... Yeah, yeah, but I'm thinking it might be two parts. Yeah, I can, I can definitely do that. All right. So what we can do is instead of the roll for Burning Brand, you just have a... A fire. You create a little fire in your hand, and it can become a weapon later. If we need right. it to be a weapon, we yeah, roll sure. it to become a weapon. Okay. But you create a little bit of fire, which then you Zuko style it. Zuko style it. Yeah. Right. So you get free fire creation. All right, that's cool. I can dig it. I uh, mean, for Zuko style, you also have to do that dance where it looks like you're riding a horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it like Gundam that the, style? Yeah, Gundam style. Yeah. <laughs> I think Gundams are Prince. like giant robots. Yeah, Prince, Prince Gundam of the here. Fire Nation. All right, Zuko style. See what we got. Ten. A ten should be a success, yes. right? Yes. So, um, just exactly what I needed. My, my there we go. Uh, my earphone thing was too short, and it was pulling on my ear. Everyone needed to know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what is it you are commanding this flame to do? Because that's exactly what Zuko style does for you. 
I wanted to go like pierce the keyhole and start like swirling in there to start melting the iron. Okay. So we can just pull um, that out or as the fire goes in and it swirls, you have this little nice little heat blast that comes out of it. And you hear kind of a, a dull click, if you will, from inside, like the metal starting to soften, but it, it loose it, it uh, moves at right. the same time. Uh, and when that happens, the door just kind of opens a, a quarter of an inch or so, just enough that you could stick your fingers yes. in there and try and pull it. Right. So, click. You want to be uh, back up front with your shield? I'll give first. a shot. All right, I'll open the door a little so he's okay. prepared to go in first. So on the other side of the door is what looks like a mosaic of doors. It's like more doors than you could count. Everywhere you look, there's more doors. It's it's uh, it's not right. It ain't right. <laughs> Wizards decorate in a weird of, way. <laughs> there's have a to, whole uh, lot of doors. You have to get Josia to help lead the, Go the door on this one. <laughs> but it's... Um, Without a doubt, there's no question in your mind this is an illusion. There's no way there's a, a, an infinite number of doors right. in front of you that everywhere you look. What I'm picturing in my head, if this helps, is if you've ever seen the, um, uh, the mimicking of how a fly sees the world with a hundred different yeah. lenses kind of thing, yep. it's that, but everyone has a door in it. So wherever you look, there's just door. Oh, there's a door up there. There's no way there's a door down there. If I step forward, there's no 20 doors under my foot kind of thing. I mean, do they it's, all look the wonky. same? Yes. Okay. Or at least close enough that they're nearly the same. All right. I mean, I guess I'll I'll just continue to try to get got some guidance toward which door is the real door, maybe. But you need to find out what here is evil when you do that. How nice about uh, uh, the not, thing? Not to say that the discern evil realities. Oh, hey. Sounds like yeah. sounds I read like that somewhere. Lenore is going to take some time to study the situation because this is weird. It is definitely weird. If there were a word to describe what's happening, it would be uh, seven plus. Is it wisdom? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a ten. That is a ten. That's what happens nice. when you're wicked smart or wicked, wicked wise. You're wicked wise. Um, what here is not what it appears to be. Aside from the obvious Everything. that it isn't a gajillion infinite number of doors, a mm. gajillion infinite. I like mm-hmm. that. Um, you can tell that when you're looking, that um, most of the doors that you see are actually of a... They're in a different light. So some of the doors look like there's a, a light in front of them, and some of the doors look like there's a light to the side of them. It's It's an interesting... If nothing else, it might be a clue, might not. Of course, it's a clue because I'm saying it. But um, some of the doors are right in front of you, getting the light directly from your staff. Some of the doors look like the staff is shining from a completely different direction. Okay. So that it, it, so all of the doors aren't right in front of you. How about that? What should I be on the lookout for? Um, it's a sound that you hear... That sounds like footsteps coming closer, but not from behind you, from one of the doors in front of you, but you can't tell which one. What's about to happen? Something's going to come through a door. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you. You're welcome. So, um, I always like to do more than that. I don't want to just add on to a clue I already gave that's incredibly obvious. Um, I don't mind because I kind of figured that one, but the other questions don't really... Remember, it doesn't have to be an exact verbiage. um, uh, Like We regularly say, where do these tracks go kind of thing, or who made these tracks. I'm fine with all all questions. I just like to base them from there because those are the ones I'm typically more prepared to answer because I know the system good enough. Is there, I don't know, I was just trying to think, is there something yeah. that's causing this illusion, but... That works. All right. Um, I like it because that helps me with this one. Because it the seems to be an illusion. Mm-hmm. Um, and we already... Inside the door, all the way around the door frame, you see faintly glowing runes on a strip of silver all the way around the inside of the door frame. And there's something... There's a a thought 
radiating from the blood ruby in your pocket telling you that that's the source of the illusion. That's where that's where the thoughts come. And you're sure it is. Your okay. pocket has never thought to you before. Yeah, that's kind of bizarre. <laughs> your pants have. <laughs> Insert eye roll sound here. <laughs> your, your pants have regularly asked you, does this make my butt look big? <laughs> Insert eye roll Insert sound. Insert eye teeth eyes. grind here. <laughs> yeah. um. so anyway, yes, yeah, so you... As far as the source of the illusion, it is definitely this thin strip of silver that is rune um, engraved going around the inside of the doorframe. And the amount of light that is being cast, others wouldn't have seen it. Okay. Hey, y'all. I think we need to do something to these runes to try and get rid of the illusion. These, These seem to be where the illusion is emanating from. And as Lenore's talking, you start to hear faint footsteps from in front of you. And, uh, oh yeah, and someone's coming. Uh, uh, so what do you mean by do something? Like, um, get rid of them? Sometimes so if you, if you it's in scratch the sil- out... Is it in the silver part strip? Of, yeah. yeah. There's or a strip of silver all the way around. If you scratch out or damage part silver. of a rune, it'll deactivate it. I can melt the silver. That sounds good. You want Go to, in it. some way, destroy it. Yeah, as you can done. style the That's server. done. That's <coughs> an easy one. Right. And since you already knew what you wanted to do, it works. And in front of you now are three doors. One of them, and this is where Lenore, it starts to come together. As the illusion fades away, the door right in front of you has your light cast right upon it. Then there's a door to the right and a door to the left, and they each have the light hitting it at different <laughs> angles. And those were all reflected in the infinite door illusion. Cool. Gotcha. Is is there any space between the doors that I could like get there and hide sort of before the, someone comes through the door? Yes. So each uh, think of it as um, I use the old chicken foot reference regularly. You're walking in the the one part of the chicken foot, and then there are three ahead of you, and they're separated by say ten feet in between them. You're entering a little room. It, it's reminiscent of the wizard's workshop that you guys went to, where you ma- went through the main entrance, and there were three doors. Hmm. It's similar to that. There's this opening that you're in maybe a 20 foot area wizards like doors yeah. and then you have a door <laughs> you have a door ahead to the left a door straight ahead and then a door ahead to the right each separated by maybe 10 feet yeah. i guess i guess i'd move sort of fast to try to get between two of the doors and just put my back to the wall okay have the sword out shield out just ready to tackle whatever comes through is laramie left-handed uh he is now. I'm curious I'm because when you said sword, you had your left hand. I'm specifically going to... I always s- picture everyone is right-handed because I'm gonna I am. I'm going to say he is now. Okay. I'm, I'm specifically going to stop my light. You're going to plunge the group into darkness? Well, I'm, well I got... Well, we're all kind of... I'm going to create a weapon anyway. In okay. between <coughs> doors and stuff, so... Well, yeah. yeah, but you're, if you turn the light off, then it's we need dark. another light source. Well, he's well. got a little There's light. Well, he's about to. He has to um, create one. We already used up the fire he originally conjured. Oh. Well, then I guess I'll just put a cloth over it or something. (laughs) I don't want it to be dark, dark, but I don't want it to be like, hey, here I am. Do we know what door the sound footprints are coming from? Um, Are we able to pinpoint? Laramie would notice as you charge forward, the the, um, footsteps sound like they're coming from the door in the middle, from behind there. And as you have charged forward in between a couple of the doors, um, the... Sound is of several different sized things. There are little thud, 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 and then there are bigger thud, thud, thud. There are several different sized things coming. All right, so I'm going to create a weapon. Okay. A sword. I usually just go for a long sword. Okay. <clears throat> oh, actually, like a two-handed, like really long sword. The kind that you like might... It's oversized. The kind it's like, that like you might someday same. plunge into a giant. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That is a nine, but I'll use a chip just to, <laughs> just to clear myself right. of any failures. I already got one piled up against me. So now, so now on I a ten plus, um, you get to choose two of your tags. Now, did you add a tag or something like that? Well, I have uh, I have other tags I could use now. Right, and that was an advanced move. Yes, yeah, so I usually use. Uh, it depends what I want to do. Okay. Um, but then, if, so if the door's in front of me and he's on the side, I want to be in front of the door but away from it. So if they open the door, they see me first. Yep. I want to be the distraction in front okay. of the door. Now, as just a matter of 
no gotchas, I would say that Laramie's going to move to the side of the door where he won't be behind the door when it opens. Sure. Right? That you sounds don't, good. You don't want to be behind yeah. it when it swings open. I'd and I'm on yeah, the other bad. side. So where you are behind the door. No. When it opens. Maybe well, it opens inwards. But you can be. <laughs> no, but I want to be on the other side. Let's picture this. If you wouldn't mind, let's grab a, a sheet of paper there, and let me just give you a quick drawing, because this is going to matter when it happens. Um, so, ju- yeah, flip it, and I will give you... You guys are entering from the bottom of the sheet here. We have a room kind of like this, and we have these three doors, okay? So you're entering from that the bottom of the paper. You have the three doors. We're going to put Laramie between the middle and another door. Doesn't matter right now. Put him one, in one spot. And then we're going to have Uriel straight, uh, st- staying straight in front of yep. the middle door where the sound is coming from. And then, Lenore, where would you be in that room? Over here. Okay. And now we're going to take it as that middle door. From the way I am facing it, that middle door is going to open. It's going to stri- swing towards the wall where you are, Bridget. So the, the, the door will swing open to its right. Yeah, correct. All right. That's the way we're picturing it because, I, again, I'm not going to play the, the gotcha guy where I'm going to wait until they bar- barge through and they slam you with the door yeah. because that's just a dick move. <laughs> and uh, So it opens this it, way. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. And all three doors are going to open in the same direction in case that matters. Um, You might later. Yeah, nothing else special at this time. So that entranceway that you guys came in, there was a door there. Right now it's open. It opened into the hallway behind you. And there was that silver ring around the door that you used to disable the illusion that allowed you to actually see the, the doors themselves. Excuse me. Now, you might imagine here, if you hadn't disabled the illusion and something came through the door, you would have an infinite number of bad guys in front of you, which yeah. might kind of be imposing. Mm-hmm. But you were able, with your discern realities role, to get past that. Nice. Great. The, um, the footsteps abruptly stop on the other side of the door, <coughs> and you hear something sniffing very loudly. <sighs> and you hear a noise like, I don't know. I think um, something like a a big bull kind of is sniffing and then exhaling. (sighs) Kind of sound from the other side of the door. And And that doesn't translate to some kind of a language. No. It it sounds like an animal sniffing because it recognizes a a scent that it it didn't have before. A new scent is in the area. If there's a way to, like, position, like... Yeah. that I would think would benefit me. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'd just sort of sort of try to stay silent and try to stay against the wall. So now this is a normal-sized door, meaning whatever would be on the other side, if it's coming through, can't be bigger than about five feet wide anyway. You know, five feet wide, eight feet tall. Now, that's still big if it consumed the whole area, yeah. but it's not like there's a dragon about to come through here, just to give you that. Just a baby dragon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so thinking you don't have to think you have to leap into the air to stab something, kind of do. But that's it. You just hear heavy breathing and an occasional shuffling of feet on the other side of the door. It sounds like dogs. It's it's it definitely sounds like an animal. If it's a dog, it's a big Big ass dog. dog. Yeah. (laughs) It uh. I guess I don't want to say anything because the jig is up. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, I mean, it, I would just wait until it either goes away or comes yeah. through that door. You said the door was going to open. Uh, we don't know well, that. realistically, the door was probably going to open. Something was coming. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. But I'll say we'll wait to see the door. We're just the waiting. And, yep. it, yeah. and then you're waiting. It's not coming through. It's, but it stays there. Sniffing. It stays there, yes. Like, it knows something is on the other side. But maybe yeah, it's only uh, allowed to guard that side of the door, not come through the room. You have any uh, telekinetic abilities? Nope. <laughs> um. Do you have to speak with the Fred? Maybe one of them's name is Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I make there's no up. keyhole or anything we could look for? There through. are keyholes in, on every door that you've seen since you've entered. All right. So, yes. Oh, and as a consistency 
None of them have handles, just keyholes. Okay, well, I want to so look in the keyhole and see. Very, I'm going to walk over. And so your light is dimmed. Yes. What? How will you see when you cover the hole by looking through it? So there's no light on the other side of the door. Yeah. Same as this. Yeah, room. no lights coming from the other side. Well, I would put the light up in front of me like that and okay. peek through. It, you see what is probably a... Uh, it looks like the nostril of a large boar or pig or something. And you have some really nasty smelling breath like, I must back smell out it. at you. Yeah. Mm, oh, anybody in the mood for bacon? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Open All the right. Door. There seems to be a large slab of bacon on I'm the ready. other side of the door, but it hasn't been cooked yet. Well, I got that covered. <laughs> I don't know if you could... Like, is there handles on these doors? Yeah, it's or the same as no. the, the door it's that we a, had to come just into. Just a keyhole. Mm. Yeah, everything is just a keyhole. However, as we've learned, when the key is turned or when it is yeah. activated, the door does release. I don't right. have any sort of thing to do. Um, I mean, we could do what we did in the last one, or I could just try to kick it, which is my go-to. Yeah, but we're assuming it opens into the room we're in, so you're just going to be kicking it closed. So it's not going to work out. Hmm. Unless you really kick it hard and bust yeah. it through the other way. Yeah, and, and Based on what I've said so far, every door opens towards you to the left. Okay. <clears throat> every door of these four. that we I make it try to with. melt the lock again, but then I'm you know, burning up. Yeah. Burning up weapon time. <laughs> If you just Which took, I'm fine. Could you your sword is or whatever? It's is fine. Made I could. Fire? Yeah, I could. Could you just I like stick it straight through oh, it? Yeah, it's a big that. hole. Yeah, Actually, the most of your blade you, you could probably stick your blade two feet through the door if you want. Just the tip. through the keyhole. Just the tip. Just the tip. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'll do uh, that. As I, I have a dagger, but I don't know I'll that slowly, it actually do anything. Yeah. I always treat a dagger as like an eight to ten inch blade or like so. Like the Jedi's in the first film, melting the door down. Exactly. That's the only reference to that film I'll ever allow. Yeah, exactly. Not really, so but still. It's bad. <laughs> if somebody's what? You don't have horrible? any midi-chlorians? <laughs> <laughs> I burned them all off. We're going to do it Zuko-style with midi-chlorians. <laughs> yeah. We're going to find out well. at the end of this campaign that that's what causes your firepowers. Yeah, ah! <laughs> I follow my sword. You are the one that's supposed to bring balance to the force. Um, yeah, so that was horrible. Um, yeah. But my point about daggers... Uh, with these being big keyholes, big as in, call them maybe six inches tall, two inches wide. So a little dagger. Is in, well, daggers are usually well. That's what I mean. Good. I, I consider a dagger eight to ten inches or so. Yep. And with that, if the door is maybe three inches deep, then yeah, your dagger would fit through several inches through the, the other side. More than just the tip would stick through. Yeah. I'm saying, could I use the dagger or a dagger? Yeah. Which lock, mine is it. more of a ceremonial. It's not that large. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's a cult thing to pick the lock. I, I was <laughs> thinking of cult. picking a lock. Uh, that mean, to me like would be a defied angel with dexterity. Yeah, it's and really I would be more I think you should go for it. I, you're you're sure. doing it. Roll. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Are you, that's my worst stat. But that makes it even point. better. So here's yeah. the deal. You say I have this dagger. I wonder if this would work, and you're there doing it. And something will explode. We'll see. No, something's going to explode. Oh, yeah. I'm perfectly happy Ooh. with you. Nine. Nine. Um, well, nine. Well, here's the deal. It's a seven to nine result already, but there are chips on the table. Yes. Like a that. ten. That <laughs> is a, a ten. ten. Thank you. Um, so as you're moving the dagger around inside, there is, there is a, an energy that goes from your pocket up your side, down your arm. To the dagger. I'm having a stroke. That moves. <laughs> that makes you slur slightly. I'm having a stroke. And it moves the dagger more to the left than you were going to, and that's when you hear the click. And the door creaks a little bit. help him. And when the door creaks a little bit, there's a big thunk from the other side, and you're being pushed backwards very hard from the door because you stood in front of it to pick it. So you're... As soon as oh, so something open, is... As soon yeah. as you it open, that thing on the other side just ran okay. into the door. Guys! Um, what do you do? It's open. What do you, uh, you have mere milliseconds to react. I'm back. I'm jumping back. All right. That's another dexterity roll, though. Just jumping to get out of the way sounds like dexterity to me. Yeah. Uh, are you sure it's not like 
that's how you describe Jones being a kid? (laughs) Six. Okay, so um, can't help you on that one. The the door you don't get out of the way, and the door bowls you backwards onto the ground, and you're um, knocked down and sprawled out. And go ahead, take a d6 of damage. That's right, I will. Well, she's she looking up suffer. a special move here. Yep. What's your advanced move that you're pointing at? Um, what number? A D6. It's this one. Those ones, yeah. That's the same okay. ones we've used. <laughs> Bridget was mouthing to me in the last episode, the first time she had to roll. What do I roll? One. That's good. So a you one. take a point of damage. Okay, it says but when I take damage and embrace the pain, which I would love, <laughs> you may take... Plus 1d4 damage in ignoring armor. Okay, so on your next spell, if I you think you do add you take plus 1 forward to cast the spell. Okay, so you can take more damage upon yourself so that when you cast a spell, the next time you roll to cast a spell, you get a plus 1. But you'd have to take a d4 more damage. Yes. Okay, yeah. And those are the spiky ones. You got a spiky one? All right. Four. Okay. Oh. So you'll take 5 damage. She rams her head into the door. Uh, 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 this awesome. just tr- forces right. pisses herself. It'd be but minus you're, armor, you're, right? You're minus armor, which I have it says two minus armor, yeah. for armor. Right. So the first one, though, you're going to take the point. Armor is not going to help you being flattened to the ground. It's a blunt attack that's happening. Okay, so that was so three so points. Take that one. was the one. Yep, and then, and then you rolled a four, four minus two. Minus two, so like three. I heard three. A, I heard an angel just say three points total. And then I'll get a plus one forward to cast the spell. Carry Mm -hmm. the. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to remember any of that, but okay. So how much of this thing has come through the door yet? So on the other side of your sheet, you have your hit points of. Yeah, but I also don't have an eraser. There's a whole bunch of pencils right in that drawer. And I grabbed the one without an eraser. There's a all kinds of erasering things. All right, so. When this happens, what actually bowled down the door is about a three-foot-high, three-foot-wide, looks like a wild boar, but the um, its mane along the back of its head is like uh, a really light blue flame. Oh, I'm loving this. It doesn't appear to be emanating any light or heat. It's actually just there. All right. Uh, behind it looks like... Um, uh, quasits, little demons, little things that are dancing around it. Mm. And these things uh, are maybe, they range between one and two feet high. But they're, they look like little devils. They have little horns, little pointy arrowed tails, and they're just kind of hopping around. And as soon as that door opens, you get the smell of, uh, you know, brimstone and, and bad. Cool. Does, so uh, is now she in, f- like, on the floor in front of me or off to the side a little bit? Oh, she'll be off to your, uh, based on the way we've Just described the room, she would be off to your left a yep. couple yeah. of feet. The door kind of. Yep. Now, figure not. this again this whole room, the kind of ovalish shape I drew, um, end to end is maybe 30 at the widest point, and the doors are almost 10 feet apart from each other, so, you know, three yeah, foot wide door, space. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. All right, I want to charge in on this. Warthog thingy. Yeah, let's call it a warthog. I like it. Or warhog. Warhog. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So you just. I'm gonna uh, go running in and like just kind of like come. Sword. Yeah. Okay. We'll see go if for I can it. Drop it. Drop yeah. it. So I picture it. It bowled the door down, and now it's down on its haunches, just like <laughs> kind of ready to do business. That's a seven. A seven is a is a hit. Yes, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, oh, you'll take it. <laughs> yeah, no. <it's> <laughs> I also like to use the forceful tag on this, so it'll push them back. Ooh, all right. <coughs> and I will use the plus one damage as well. All right. Uh, five points of damage. Okay. We'll do that five. I probably should have something to write with, too. If you could grab me a pencil, please, Chris. I don't want the one with no eraser. That's stupid. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Now it always have the, now I need a, now it always has on. the fiery and dangerous tag, okay. so I don't know how you want to use that. Technically, in this um, situation, fire will do nothing to them. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but that's just because they are like born of fire. This it's thing totally is of cool. fire, right? Uh, but the I'll, I'll actually write warhog now because that's cool. Uh, and I'll write quasit. Uh, and you said five. Actually, so, I'm using the plus one damage. I'm not using the forceful one this time. I can only use one. Tag All right, per, then you're making attack. me change how I do this. Well, it's, I, it's the plus. He's getting the damage. Yeah. 
He's just um, not getting knocked back yet. So, as part of that, while you're swinging down, it's coming up under, and it gra- it, it hits you right in the, the gut with its horns, and it will be a D8 of damage. Do you have any armor? Nope. But I rolled a 7, so it's odd, which is uh, what I wanted for so my fighting fire with fire action. Only one point, though, so I'm taking 6. Okay. So while while you started swinging, it charged forward, and you both hit. Yeah, gotcha. What's Larry up to? So, right. uh, I mean, all this, as you know, this happens in like one to two seconds. You, you have this momentary, what the hell did Lenore just do? Thunk, she's on the ground. You know, it, yeah, it was I, charging I, forward. I like, thought we had a plan, and then and then that plan <laughs> sort of goes to hell, and I'm like, well, here we go. And here I just go. sort of like swing out from the wall, yeah. and as he's getting sort of gored by this thing, I'm going to just... Try to stick it in the side of the the head region. Go for it. The um, the little demons have taken an interest in Laramie. Cool, cool. Uh, that's a ten, though. A ten is definitely a success. And I shall smote it. You're gonna stick a blade in the side of its head, from what I hear. Yeah. Let's see how that works out. Uh, that's max damage on both, so that's. 14 damage. How much does Max do? Alright, that's a lot. Um, so, what did you use to stick it? Was it your regular sword? or did just you my just regular like, sword. Yeah, okay. Right on um, the side. When you do that, the, the pale blue flames along the top of its head that go down to its neck, they go out and it kind of slumps off of your sword onto the ground. But there is no blood on your sword. Hmm. It just kind of stopped living. There's no any... Like, when I pull it out, it doesn't There's have no any goo to it all. It's okay. gooless. Now, I would imagine Uriel's used to not having stuff on his flaming oh, weapon, yeah. right? Because whatever it is might just burn off anyway. Yeah. I mean, but it makes everything smell good. And then yeah. I guess I would just... <laughs> Smells like bacon. Yeah. Get in a defensive stance again. Um, and the so the little demons, uh, there are five of them. They Three of them have taken a definite interest in Laramie, like, to the point that they're confused when you're, they're looking at you. They... Um, they spend a fair amount of time looking at your um, your symbol of Josia. Mm-hmm. Uh, they recognize that that odd shape is something that they've seen before. Mm-hmm. And um, the other two uh, kind of make a beeline over to towards Lenore on the ground. And they're holding their little cute pitchforks that they want to stab your eyeballs out with. I'm going to have to... What does Lenore want to do about that? Magic missile. At least one of them. At least, you say. Yeah. Let's see how that goes. I believe you get a plus one to and this roll. I get roll. a plus one to this roll. Because mm. it'll hurt more. It'll hurt more. <laughs> it's because I embraced the pain. You did. Of oh, rolling yeah. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Plus cool. one. Eleven. Wow. That's even well, wait, more than wait, 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 wait. Is it to uh, the damage? It's or plus to the one forward to cast a spell, I believe. Cast it, I think. To cast. Yeah. All right. So that's good. And plus Super one forward. Success. The word forward means uh, the next time you. 2d4. 2d4. Damage. Six. All right. The thing erupts in a sulfurous smell that's just yucky. Who um, fatted? It's blue sparkly stuff, if I remember right. Fine, yes. Magic missile. Um, the thing is uh, like a bunch of acrid black smoke and it just has blue like glitter interspersed among the smoke and that the it just the dust settles to the ground but it smells pretty nasty Mm. um the other one however pokes you with a pitchfork poke poke that's a d4 of damage it's gonna poke you wherever it is that you roll away from it as it's coming at you it pokes you okay so if you're rolling to the side it pokes you in the butt if you're so trying to cover your head, it pokes you in the arms. Hey. Um, just poke, poke, poke. It's trying to perforate you. Okay. Really fast, okay. really little Okay, well, I don't know what to do. A um, D4 of help. damage. Oh, you take, take damage. a D4 of damage. <laughs> you take some damage. One. Yeah. one. That's good. You take one damage. And this is one damage from a hundred little pokes. <laughs> yes. Huh. Not any one of them did one point of damage, but you're getting death by a thousand pitchfork cuts. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yes. So eventually you would die from this <laughs> if you'd end up doing nothing about it. Uh, so oh, the the warhog is dead at your feet there, Uriel. But there are three of these little quasit demons 
uh, focused, fixated, if you will, on Laramie, and one poking the hell out of Lenore. It's like a little uh, gnat just buzzing around yes. here. Poke, 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 I, poke, poke, I poke. tell you, maybe you should help Lenore. I think I got this under control. <laughs> All right. Take a swing at the guy who... Captain Pokey Pants over there. Captain, Captain Pokey, Pokey Pants. Pokey Pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's his name now. I can cut him in half here. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a seven again. Seven again. Damn all right. Um, so. Oh, my crap. Do. Uh, all right. The way you're able to get him is you have to lunge forward exactly as he's jumping over Lenore to poke her in a different spot. And when you swing, your blade hits. And the nastiness that happens when it is dispensed of comes right at your face. Um, it's going to cause some damage unless you can figure out how to not have that happen. Uh, it smells horrible. Let's <laughs> breathe out real fast. Yeah, I was gonna, no, I was going to say, can I uh, use my fire to like burn up the nastiness, like dissipate it? What do you normally use for a stat when you do fire stuff? Uh, it's either constitution or wisdom. Let's do a constitution roll, then. Because constitution makes sense to me regardless. All right. So let's go with con. Eight. Eight. So what I'll do is I'll let you take half of a d6 of damage. Two points. Two. It's not odd. Is that the first time you've taken damage and it wasn't odd? Yeah, I want to say. I feel like first time ever. every time has <laughs> been odd, especially since you have the, uh, the ability for that. Okay. But you dispense with it, but it's... Um, Something got on me. I, I, I'm thinking of this in my head as, you know, when you spent enough time at a campfire and then you can smell it for two days yeah. later? You know you're going to smell this for days. <laughs> it's going to be all on your clothes. It's in your hair. When it needs a tomato juice bath. Yeah, you don't need something that's nasty. <laughs> um, Laramie. All right, so I got a couple of them coming three, at me. Three, three technically. But and yes. then I have my big dragon scale shield that I just got. Yep. So I want to take that shield and then just slam down with it and try to smash as many as possible with that shield. <laughs> just jump up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> now, they're really fast. So well, you think you can keep up with them? I could try. So dexterous you really are. It's, yeah, it's, it's almost definitely going to be dexterity unless you can describe it in a way that it isn't. No, I mean, that's fine. I'll give it a okay. shot. I don't have any decks, but we'll see. I could try and hold go. one. You could. <laughs> That's a fail. That's three. <laughs> That's he slams three. himself. That's three. Um, so, yeah. So what's going to happen here is you're going to miss them, and they're just going to swarm and poke, 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 swarm, poke, 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 poke. So it is going to be, uh, just because it means rolling more dice today, let's roll three D4. Okay. Each one will do a D4 of damage. Two... Two, four. four. So you'll take all of it because they're poking you all over the place. Uh, at some point, armor won't matter. I can they're just you. swarming. And it, it is right. mesmerizing for a few moments for both um, Uriel and Lenore to see. It's just, <laughs> Lenore, you've just experienced this already. Now imagine two more doing this. And um, it's, it's one of those where their little pitchforks are so sharp. You don't feel it until they're moved on to the next one. Then you're feeling the last one kind of thing. And it's like, ah. Oh, dang it. Ow, um, yes, you're being ow. perforated. I could, I could heal him. And then if I do, I have the uh, advanced move of invigorate. And he would take plus two forward to damage. That sounds good. It sure does. What doesn't maybe kill some, you maybe makes some, you stronger. <laughs> maybe somebody else could try and stop him from dying as well. Yeah, that would help. Wait, what? <laughs> those, I am the, healing. Well, they're, they're going to continue poking him. Yeah. But go for it. I'm, I'm happy with healing? your decision. Eight, nine, ten, eleven? Eleven. So what is the heal? The heal is 1d8. Five? All right. Hey. And no. then you get And it was uh, six or eight that you had taken. Uh, eight. Eight. So five, that's pretty good. Yep. And then you get plus two forward to your damage. Okay. Cool. Uriel. I'm going to get over there and see if I could take some out with a swing, a long swing. Chances are swing. just one massive swing over his body is going to hit that's something. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Maybe my body. Let's find out. That is an eight. <clears throat> an eight. That'll hit one of them. And, um, Am I rolling damage or these guys kind of weak? I don't know. Um, you'll, you'll dispense one of them. Right, We're just going to let them die off because there's fun. no need for them to last for more than a hit. 
because the hit that you do with an eight means there's a poof right over Laramie, who's Sorry, got man. this oh. nastiness oh, settling on him. What do you do about it? Um, uh, can I like roll out of the way or something? That sounds dexterous. All right, <laughs> we'll, we'll give it a shot. That was a that worked out for you. For <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, That's a tan. A tan? He's, he's so rolling. So you roll, and that puff of nasty black soot falls to the ground, and uh, not on you. Cool. I would like to magic missile something. Would you like to magic missile something? I would something? very much like to magic okay. missile something. Hopefully something that's good. Something not named Uriel or Eight, Laramie? 9, 10, 11. 11? Magic missile would be successful on 11, that's for sure. Seven. All right. So we're going to let this... Excuse me. This magic missile is actually going to hit one and then go right through it and hit the other one. And poof, both of the uh, the remaining two closets are dispensed with. And you are now left in a room that smells kind of nasty. Um, um, by the time you turn around <coughs> to look, the thing that was the war hog um, has just settled down to pretty much its skin on the ground. Oh, man, I wanted bacon. It's like boneless. Well, go team. <laughs> I'm going to take that skin. Thank you, Zoraika. Yeah? Yeah. Shouldn't be a problem. Trophy. It weighs, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 pounds. Who knows? Yeah, around there. It. Not too bad. It's not huge, but it's not tiny. Need some healing. Healing? I Might can do make healing. a nice apron. <laughs> That's right. You know, yeah, for a blacksmith, that could be kind of nice. Six, seven, eight, nine. Uh oh, you gonna take one of the seven to nine results? You already had some unwanted attention. Mm-hmm. Oh, what are are you healing? Who me? Him. You can have this right here to be all the successes. Oh, okay, all the wins, yeah. and then one d eight. What you got? Three. But then you also get plus two forward for your damage. Ooh. You do that all the time? It just says, when you heal a person, they take plus two forward to their damage. Awesome. That's all the time. It doesn't say when it stops. It doesn't, because it's an advanced move. That means your healing is super awesome. <clears throat> in general. It's got the adrenaline kick. It does. Exactly that. It's, it's, like called, a, it's called invigorate. Yeah. I still have five wounds. Cure, just FYI. Cure, cure wounds. Five you wounds? Wings. still have five, five wounds. Three. Yeah, well, I've although got now we're both pumped, we got, yeah. we, got the yeah. um, we also <laughs> do have um, healing potions. Uh, I would, yeah. I would agree with that. I'd rather wait till I get to half before I use one of those half down because sure. those ten points worth, right? Mm-hmm. Well, probably fine. Because <laughs> so, I'm um, down four, but as, I like the pain. As you uh-huh. were casting the healing, as the last of the closets uh, was dying. Um, you start to hear down the same hallway, down from the other side of the hallway, you see a little bit of light uh, at the far end of the hallway, maybe 30 feet or so down, uh, and you hear a, a chanting that, um, Laramie, the, the, the words are similar to something that you learned in paladin school, but like in reverse or in a bad way. Oh, crap. It's going down. Guy, hurry. All right. <laughs> I just run on down. Yeah, I just follow him full speed. I'm there. Hey there. Okay. And when you um when you get closer you get the distinct smell of like menthol cigarettes. <laughs> William Newport. It's a weird oh. smell. <laughs> 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 uh. Insert eye roll sound here. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but there is a burning smell, an unnatural burning smell coming. Um All right. As you get closer, you know, you're going 30 feet down the hall, you see that it opens up into a room. Picture a room about the same size as that one you were just in with all the doors. Mm-hmm. No doors here. A big, uh, about 10-foot wide opening in the ground that is surrounded by some uh, stones, like um, flagstones that are uh, stacked in a circular pattern with a darkness in the middle that is a swirling uh, black and purple swirl with right above it a, a large stone bucket suspended by a rusted chain in the ceiling. Okay. And on the other side of, of this soul well is um, William Newport. And on one side of him is an altar 
uh, made of obsidian, shiny black with bones on it. And on the other side of him is a, um, uh, like a statue. That's a word. Good gosh. A statue of a demon, which you all recognize from your memories of what um, uh, Osruk may have looked like in old drawings. All right. And he's just, uh, Newport is just standing there, uh, pretty much chanting uh, paladin nursery rhymes in reverse. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I am running down that hall, so I'm going to continue my run across the room yeah. and then just sort of like shield up. Uh, Lenore had a finger up. Let's see what's happening with her ideas Old person. as well. Old person. Oh, so uh-uh. you're going to stop Laramie from running in? That's no, not cool. him. <laughs> Doesn't talk. I'm gonna. I'm gonna run <laughs> Does after. Does it stop him from talking? Y- yeah. yeah, it hasn't does. previously. Um, yeah, does it's it? a. D- oh no, they cannot move. act except to speak. Right. Oh, D and D. person stops him from speaking. Guess that won't matter then. It depends on if he needs to move for this I mean, as well. He'll he be easy to take a hit. Like for example, yeah. if he has to pick up the bones or touch a statue, he won't be able to. Yeah. So you might as well do it. Sure. So you can Go do that while Laramie's trying. While he's no running. Problem. Yep. 9, 10, 11, 12. That would be a success. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does stop the small movements he was doing with his hands while he was chanting. Um, and his eyes go wide and he stares straight ahead where Laramie's charging. And is Uriel prepping or doing how, uh, anything? How big is this well? Uh, 10 feet. And I don't know diameter, circumference, whatever. From one side to the other is 10 diameter. feet. Diameter. There. I circumference is half the Now, if you bake pie. it into a pie, then that's how big it is around. <laughs> okay. Well, no. No. Like, no. So you're In run- my world. So you're running around the, the well, is what you're saying? He's going to have to, you're going to have to go around yeah. it. Unless you can't you go over it. and make a 10 foot leap over I'm doing it. Well. I'm doing no, it. But no, but I, I want to just tack him on. <laughs> I want to, yeah, come running off the bucket. You can grab the bucket yeah, and totally. swing into him. I'm doing it. Um, oh, this, is, this is definitely a dexterity wait, move, Chris. Wait, can I aid him? <laughs> Oh, anyone can aid. You can always aid or interfere. I don't you know could, how you could I get would down. I could, I could like, I could. Well, you could. She could like kneel down and like give me oh, a yeah. boost. I mean, d- as long as you describe it in a way, it can work. Nine. Push Was it, it roll plus add plus bonds? Bonds ten eleven. You have two bonds. I have with two it? bonds with Uriel. Wow. She's Haven't the one fulfilled to either one yet. I'm All right. Trying. So that gives you a plus one. Plus one. All right. That's. I mean, I'm at plus two then. Plus a I chip. Mean, I got a chipper. Aid is is as simple as even like a cheerleader. You go kind of thing. Go. So uh, you got the one seven eight and then oh eight's good enough, right? Eight is good enough to not die. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's <laughs> all that matters. Not I don't want to burn a chip with them. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> I just wanted to, that's cool. Just coming off the bucket and like swinging. Laramie, as you're circling around or circumferencing around or diametering around mm-hmm. the well. Yurio um, just leaps up <laughs> under the bucket. Rides the bucket. He is both swashing and buckling uh-huh. <laughs> at the same and time. And I'm just holding. <laughs> yes. Tarzan scream. Uh, now, as soon as Yurio, you know, feet first into his face, I'm sure the whole yeah. person yeah, breaks. Yeah, whole person because breaks. Action will stop that. Mm. However, he'll be held right up until. <laughs> um, he, I, I got a good target for you. Yeah. So yeah, Yurio, that's part of the aid, by the way. Yeah. So. Um, is that what happens? I mean, is it you're holding yeah. on feet first yeah. to him? Total, okay. uh, you know, Captain Kirk, double feet to the chest, you know, <laughs> kick. <laughs> when that happens as part of the, you know, uh, seven to nine result, you kick him and he goes to the side and it knocks over, the, it knocks the bones off the top of the obsidian altar. And when that happens, there's a bubbling from the soul well. And instead of just a swirling mist, there's a bubbling that starts to happen, and stuff starts spilling over the edges into the room. Well, that can't be good. <laughs> Laramie, <laughs> you're well, right there as that happens. You're, you reached him, and if Uriel hadn't jumped over the middle, you would have reached there first, but you're you know, two seconds behind, if that. All right. Um, now, the bones that fell off, it, yeah. are they in danger of the bubbling over oh, touching yeah. them? Oh, yeah, yeah. All They're right. on the ground, and that bubbling over is going to reach him very soon. I mean, I guess if if I see him take the hit that I was about to do, mm-hmm. um, I will just try to like scoop the bones out of the way, the ones that fell off, yeah. so they they don't have like whatever soul well water. Goes <laughs> you, on. Don't, you don't want them to get moistened by no. the soul well water. No, definitely not. Okay, um, so you're able to grab those. Newport was kicked back. Uh, 
he hit the wall and kind of slumps unconscious to the ground. Um, so he's out of the action for uh, now? For at least right now, yes. So I don't have to hold him again. Uh, you can <laughs> hug him bind if you him. like. No, <laughs> I don't bind know. bind him with rope. You could. There's all kinds of things you could do to him now that he's helpless. Magic missile him, but you can. I don't know that I want to because oh. don't we want to find out what's... Do you shoot like a magic missile from your finger? If so, you could put your finger in his mouth and then just set off the magic <laughs> missile. No. I mean, if we've Explorer. stopped him, we don't have to <laughs> Right, him. if we stopped him then to, from doing what... Yeah. I, I mean, know. he's a mental case. He's going to get locked up. <laughs> it's a good point. He was here specifically to do this. Does he look like looking at him, does he look like he was successful at all? Like, like does he have? Does he obviously like have like black veins coming out, or his <laughs> eyes black? He um, it's a this. I picture this in my head when I was thinking of this story, so I'll say it now. It's. I hope it doesn't sound as silly as it's going to, but I'm thinking if you guys have seen Super Size Me, Morgan Spurlock at the beginning is like a well dressed, clean shaven yuppie. And as soon as he starts eating McDonald's, he stops shaving and wears sweatpants. <laughs> so William Newport is an unshaven, sweatpant-wearing paladin right now. So right. he is out of having been a so good guy. So he's looking rough, but yeah. he's not looking not demonic. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, yeah, we should probably just try to tie him up or something. Yeah, I got rope okay. in the dungeoneering uh, gear. Okay. Adventuring gear. So you tie him up. I'll help you stuff. get the bones. Is, uh, is there a bag or something or box uh, or everybody's carrying some sort of container. Well, I mean, was there something they're supposed to be kept in yeah but it's back he at just the had, temple okay. it's yeah. a stone box he was still yeah they were stolen from the temple but not in a container all right so let's put them in a bag yeah okay. i'm and, and this well is still bubbling over by the way i don't want to stay and here everything it gets close to is really icy hot i don't want to stay here i want to get the bones and go Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm feverishly just grabbing the bones, putting them on my bag. You're going to leave Newport? No, I'll tie them mm-hmm. up and throw them over my shoulder. You're going to drag them? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can drag them. That's even better. <laughs> can we get out? Yes, the door is still open. Um, and it's down the hallway. All right. Should we stop um, the bubbling? Yeah, I don't know bef- how to do that. Before uh, we okay. go. The next question I have. Can, can I, like, think in my head, like... Um, yes. <laughs> That's the only place I'll allow it. Like, uh... <laughs> how I could possibly stop this because I don't want it to cause sure. a mysterious thing to happen. And if you're drawing upon information you might know, that would be a spout lore. If yeah. you're just going to try and make stuff, something up, it's going to be a defy danger. Uh, yeah, I guess I'd have to try to see what, what okay. me as a paladin would Let's know. Let's go for it. Ooh. What kind of soul well stuff oh. is out well, there good. in your head? Good. Uh, with my zero to intelligence, that is a ten. Once, once a soul well is partially activated, the only way to stop it is with a soul. Bye, William. Well, no, we can just leave. <laughs> what if we dump the bones into the well? It'll suck the demon soul out and be gone forever. Uh, At least that makes sense in my head. Or the world the, could explode. And that's cool, too. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> is there fire? Is there fire? <laughs> uh, what about the boar? It's dead. It's gone. Uh, it was probably it had a soul soulless in, anyway. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't want to sacrifice William to this so well. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Or the what about Zareka? Does she have any guidance? That's a Star Trek reference. You yeah, said uh-huh. you Star Trek. Uh, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen Like as far as, like, if it's just contained in this room, maybe it's okay. So wells really can't be contained, as it were. You got a ten plus. So I mean, I'll just mm-hmm. I'll let you know. There's so no way to cap it. It's it. It's hungry now. It's ready to eat, and it was ready to eat a soul. And if it doesn't get a soul, it will find one and eat it. So it's going to keep going until it finds a soul and eats it. Well, if we make it so that it's not one of ours, then then you should be okay. We're good. Realistically, Look, I, I know he's your buddy, but I'll, I'll dump him in here. No, I. I mean, don't. <laughs> We can't. We gotta be. The I mean, he was gonna give. See but he's already, he was gonna give up his soul anyway. If he's already right? gone. He was. Yeah, but then he was gonna give it up. Like that is the worst punishment ever. I wouldn't do that to my he'd, enemy. He'd be dead too. So yeah, he was planning on giving up his soul anyway to take, you know, Osric's soul. Yeah, but we stopped him. That was the whole. We're giving we a them good all. job. You can't win them all, <laughs> but he wants to win this one. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, does the statue have a soul? Yeah. I don't know. I was I mean, going to attempt to push it in there, but I figured something bad would happen, so I didn't want to do that. What if we just keep backing out? Maybe it'll find like a rat or something. That's <laughs> what I was thinking, but they're soulless yeah. too. It's going to want to. Yes, rats are soulless. Whoever has pets, it's pet rats, wanna, they're still soulless. It's going to want a human. <laughs> it's it's going to want some kind of soul, like not probably not an animal soul, some kind of sentience type yeah. of thing. Too bad Bob the zombie was. This is what you guys get for not getting a ten plus on every roll. <laughs> you get story and stuff. But I mean, now we have puzzle, and I don't know what to do again. I mean, perhaps we could. Uh, well, this one is really straightforward, but it's I mean, a moral dilemma whether it be could, um, Newport or whomever. Could you, could you get someone sold back once it takes it? Uh. It's it's a long process that involves a, a lot of um, holy folk. What if somebody has a really powerful artifact from their goddess? What if? Yeah. Jumps in. Oh my! <laughs> what if you just dump the artifact? No, you I can't. can't. <laughs> you got to sacrifice. I, I thought you were going to teach it. me the true meaning of sacrifice. I I am. Or I'm going to teach you the true meaning of sacrifice. We're we're gonna. You've insulted my deity. I don't trust you. <laughs> I mean, but I, I'm going to convert hey, you to my faith. I mean, I definitely turn to you and say, if, yeah. if if I do this, could you get it back? I have no experience with anything like that. Can't what are you going to do? Kind of You're going to jump something? in. Uh, I'll take the take the hit. I mean, this is my job. <laughs> yeah, he is kind of. Yeah, a, but what it, isn't William sworn to the same thing? No, he, he's retired. He he um. He turned back on the or- he turned his back on the order. Defected about a year ago. Well, then there you go. I mean, I I realize we have different viewpoints on uh, this kind of thing with sacrifice, but I mean, I don't want to sacrifice a a guy that we came to to stop him from sacrificing himself. I don't know. Well, see, I thought we were here to stop him from giving life to this demon soul again. Right, and he was going to. And give we did that, anyway. but he was going to give up his soul anyway. Maybe we should honor By the way, his request. Picture this in your head while you guys are talking. The you thing look is down bubbling, and it bubbles a little closer, and you step back <laughs> five feet and continue your conversation. It's like the blob. And at this point, you're you know all the way down the hallway, back into this other room again, and it's still coming. It's slow. All right, while you're having this get on the bucket. I'll Terminator Two lure you into this bubbling. I mean, what? Do I think it'll like, well, here's kill me or just part, take my here's soul? Here's the tricky part. Now you have to walk through this stuff to get back to where the well is. So I have to get into the well. I you can't just go in the liquid. Oh, you might. I, I don't, when you talked about getting in the bucket, though, that's a whole different story. Yeah. The bucket's over yeah. there, thirty-five feet. Story-wise, we can't do bucket. Yeah. Well, he just has to touch it, and I don't want him to touch it. Oh, man, that's what she said. I mean, I, it's either <laughs> let it go or. Or me do it. Uh, I gotta do it. You gotta do it. What so. if we go back to your order quickly? Ha- have it go out and get well, an innocent the, person? At the rate it's currently moving, you could probably get to Harak and back before it envelops the entire castle. Oh, that sounds good. Well, I mean... it'll It's castle cleaning. You <laughs> won't have to worry <laughs> about the castle. Point. Uh, yeah, but who do you decide to put in here? No, no, no. We don't. We don't. We we you go back to the order and we let the order yeah, figure it out. Yeah, pass the buck. I mean, the unfortunate thing is, sorry, we opened Pandora's box. You can close it. <laughs> no, I, we I didn't open it. So the buck stops <laughs> he is, here. He is the buck. Like they're not going to get someone else down yeah. here in, in time. Like I got it's it's me or no one. I mean, I'd, I'd much more feel me doing it than some innocent walking in the woods. <laughs> well, we can dump William in here. I mean, he's going to do it anyway. <laughs> Man, I don't know. Well, I think I've got to do it. It sounds like, Laramie, if you're going to do it, you should. You could just be doing it. Yeah, I guess I'll... I, okay. Here's the option, though. You could do it, but what do we do with William, then? Take, take him back to the temple. Yeah, but what is he going to do? Are you going to try to... They'll fix him. Arrest him or something. I don't They'll know. Arrest him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Same thing. Uh, yeah. Um, but I guess... If I die, I tell my wife I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll just run in, <laughs> just jump in the, the water. No. So um, you're the whole person. Oh La- yeah. <laughs> Laramie goes in, um, and kind of vanishes. Swan dive. Yes. 
Uh, you don't hear from him for quite some time. The, uh, the time drags on. The, the goo, the mist, the bubbly, it just starts to contract after a while. Uh, 15, 20 minutes maybe you're waiting around. And you follow it back into the, the well room. And when you get there, the well has kind of gone down. And there's just the floor of the room there with Laramie laying quiet on the bottom of the well. On the floor. And the, the rocks, the, the, like the flagstones are just up maybe three feet off the floor. So you just look and he's laying in the middle of that. Laramie? Laramie. See if he's alive. I, I, I don't know. How do you check if someone's alive? You're the infirmary I'd have person. to go touch him. <laughs> You going to step into the well and touch him? I don't know. I'm afraid to. So what are you going to do? I I'll guess touch I will. Him then. You know, I'll go, I'll go touch him. Well, I can poke him with my staff. <laughs> I know that's not what she said, but it is what she said. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I'll nudge him gently with my... <laughs> In his ear. <clears throat> no. Just like his leg or something. Okay. Nothing happens. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Um, uh oh. See if he's got a pulse. Yeah, I'll go check him out closer. Okay. He seems this to be alive, but unresponsive. Unresponsive. Okay. He's breathing very smoothly and steadily and slowly. Can I? I'm gonna check him out. Like check his pulse and his temperature. And he has all like of them. Peek at his eyes and. His eyes don't do the dilate. His thingy. Pu- pupils aren't dilating. Yeah. Uh, let's get him back to my order. Your order? Do you have a better one? His order? They would know what to do. (laughs) That's an interesting thought. (laughs) Yeah, but they're paladins. Mm -hmm. They're not clerics. It doesn't matter. This is like, if he's missing his soul, they're they're gonna know how to get back in there. Alright, fine. Bring him back. Besides, we gotta drop off Newport in these bones anyway. Okay, let's make a trip (laughs) to the paladin place. So you guys are gonna go to TJ's? Let's go to TJ's. I, I don't if know that's the closest it, one. I don't know if it would uh, make a difference, but the bones were in my bag. Are you so going to be able to carry know. both of them? If I'll drag one. I'll tie one around my wrist, and I'll put one over my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause I, I'm a pretty big dude. <laughs> so after a few days of effort at TJ's, um, Bishop Chesterfield and others that come to visit, including those from the infirmary, uh, they're able to... Um, get Laramie to regain consciousness and he seems to be okay and um, just before the scene closes for the episode you hear the bishop say that's curious I thought there were 14 bones taken for the demon but we only got 13 back and that's where we end this episode <laughs> so you guys, you guys did stop them and incurred a little more danger than I was anticipating, but I like yeah, the yeah. idea. We tend to do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it does happen, yeah. Self-inflicted danger, as it were. Um, but that lets us wrap this one up, and that lets us also say... Bye! Did you say it? I was making noise. Okay, thanks, bye. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.